The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Chad Anderson in for Stink, who's got TV duties for Fox this morning at the Super Bowl. Nuggets playing their first game after the All-Star break, and it did not go well as uh, they get drilled in Orlando, 115-104. Michael Malone, not happy. Losing sucks. But I, I can take a loss where you guys leave it all out there and you play hard. Um, I didn't think that was the case tonight. I really don't. Uh, and not at least not in that first half and not for long enough stretches. We're 12-14 and 14 on the road with two more road games on this road trip. Hopefully against Charlotte we can find a way. Not talking about making shots, missing shots, but just play with a lot more effort, play with a lot more urgency, a lot more physicality. And uh, when you do that, you give yourselves a chance to win. And we didn't do that tonight. Nuggets bench. Got outscored 56-10. to 10. They look like they spent the day at Disney World or Universal Studios riding Hagrid's motorbikes or something. Because even, even Jokic didn't look into it for large parts of that game last night. AG played out of his mind against his old team. You knew he would. And yeah. KCP was kind of his normal self. Everybody else was just not there. They weren't present. And it was very disappointing. This team's not good on the road. Again, very, very important to right the ship, figure out how to get a little more organized on the road and continue to win those home games because the being that one seed is going to be very important after the events of the last two days. Nuggets 12-14 and 14 on the road this season. Michael Porter Jr., 3 of 16 shooting, 3 of 12 from beyond the three-point line. Next on the morning brew, the Avalanche ran into a Brandon Hagel buzzsaw. Hagel knocked down Ranton. Hagel scores! ESPN there with the call. The Avalanche lose 5 nothing in a rematch of the Stanley Cup Finals. This was, a, this was a weird game because halfway through the game, it was a good hockey game. It was one nothing. The Avalanche were out-chancing Tampa at that point. A combination of uh, uh, Andre Vasilevsky being very sharp and the Avalanche being a uh, little, not, not showing a lot of finish. You know, with the, with their shooting, either missing the net entirely on some good scoring chances, or they had three two on ones in which they overpassed, didn't get really good good looks at it. But then midway through the th- the second period, Vasilevsky makes a, a really nice save on Miko Rantanen. Puck goes the other way. Tampa scores, makes it two nothing. You could just feel the momentum shift at that point. Uh, Bo Byram takes another penalty, another hooking penalty. Power play goal, two goals in two minutes, it's 3 nothing, and then the Avs kind of let go of the rope after that. Yeah, last night sucked. There's a reason why Mark bailed out today. I mean, the, the two games in Florida for our guys did not go well last night. It, it was awful. Um, this seems like it's one of those games where if you're wearing the Tampa Bay Lightning, what, blue sunglasses, right, the blue shades, you're going to spin it a particular way and say, see, See, it was a fluke in the finals, and they're going to point to things and reasons why, and Avalanche fans are going to be like, yeah, well, you know, it kind of got away. Kelmel Carr didn't play. Like, it happens, but at least it didn't happen last spring. Next on the Morning Brew. 
second and ten. And that will close out the half as DeMarcus Ware. Kyle drives Cam Newton to the ground. DeMarcus Ware, Pro Football Hall of Famer. And this is one where I have no problem whatsoever calling him ours, even though he spent most of his career with the Cowboys. Simply put, you do not win the Super Bowl in 2015 without DeMarcus Ware. You can make the argument, and I will, that for that team that season, DeMarcus Ware was far more important than Peyton Manning was. Because... The Broncos won that year with a dominating defense, one of the great single-season defenses of all time, and that defense, DeMarcus Ware was the backbone of it. Not only a terrific player, but the impact that he had on Von Miller on and off the field, yeah. bringing, bringing out in Vaughn what we saw, which was a, just a, a menace culminating with a Super Bowl MVP. That defense won a Super Bowl, and the the heart and soul of that defense was DeMarcus Ware. Well-deserved. When I think of DeMarcus Ware, it it reminds me of all the things that I've heard the last month about D'Amico Ryans when he was going to become a head coach, right? He always did the right thing. He always said the right thing. He always knew the game plan on both sides of the ball. He was always everybody's buddy in the locker room and knew how to lead, right? It's the same qualities of just being not only an ultimate professional, but also having Hall of Fame talent and displaying it on the field along with that ultimate professionalism, right? there, You couldn't ask for anything more out of DeMarcus Ware than what he gave to the two organizations in Denver and Dallas. By the way, Ware, nice stat here from Andrew Mason at denversports.com, Ware actually had more quarterback hits than Vaughn Miller in the postseason. Had 12 on Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, and Cam Newton combined during that magical postseason run. Next on the Morning Brew, it was the Dion Sanders show yesterday, Radio Row, and in Phoenix at the NFL Awards show. I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to recruit. I got the Boses, the Watt. Jerry said I could borrow the star. Jimmy said he's going to help me out. I need all your cousins, your mom and them, your nephews. Send them right to Colorado. We good? It's amazing. It's amazing. Think about it. Think about it. Thanks to Deion Sanders, Colorado football was on the big stage at the national championship game where it was only Deion and Nick Saban as current Division One coaches on the on the set. And then yesterday, in front of the, the whole football world, there's Deion saying, send him to Colorado. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you had told me that... that at the, at the lowest depths of Carl Durrell that this would be coming, we coming, I, I, I'd i say, no way. You're, you're in fantasy land. What are you talking about? How can you how can you even come up with a scenario like that? There was also... Yeah, there it is. There was also the um, the scenario with Adam Pacman Jones yesterday coming over during an interview that garnered a lot of attention and him saying, this is why he's going to be the best recruiter and the best college football coach in the country. And that... That resonates. That resonates with players. Um, by the way, Mike, we're we're both old enough to remember like a statement like that at a podium on an award show. Like, oh, how, right. how long ago right. would have been that that would have warranted an NCAA oh, investigation? Oh, you'd be, you'd be instant probation, <laughs> right? <laughs> Even in pro sports, that goes down as tampering. <laughs> College, 
It's the wild, wild west right now. You know, charm goes there a are long, no rules. long way. Charm goes a long way. It's going to be so much fun. That'll do it for the morning brew. Bring that to each and every morning at 630.